This is episode 310 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta. Today, we're going to have a little bit of fun. It's definitely off topic of the normal business building, but just to kind of make sure you guys understand, I totally understand what happens during the normal business day and all the funny things that come up. Today, I'm going to actually share with you my funniest pet sitting stories and how to make them into a social media post. Because anytime that we have anything going on in our company, it's always kind of newsworthy. It's kind of like putting on that journalistic hat. And it's not just reporting on the news, but it's understanding how to leverage it and make the storyline about something that our ideal client would want to know. So something about trust, peace of mind, security, how we handle situations and backing up. There's all types of things that happen. And I want to encourage you as you listen to my three stories today to be thinking about your own stories and how could you leverage your own stories for your social media good. Now, we're going to be opening the doors for Better Marketing with Bella soon. And a big part of that program is teaching you guys how to think like a marketer. We, of course, provide all the graphics, but we always say that the program works the best when you meet us halfway. What do I mean by that? It means that we provide the awesome custom graphics, the ones that have your color, your font, your logo on it, that is doing National Daughter Day or National Hug Your Dog Day or whatever it might be. But then you bring the personality of the actual up-to-date, day-by-day kind of stories and operations that happens because obviously we can't do that for you. That's what it means by meeting us halfway. So these stories and these things that might happen, stories that I'm not actually mentioning today, things like when I pulled into a garage and there's a puddle of water in the garage and we're in Arizona, it doesn't rain. Where's that water coming from? Oh, it's the upstairs bathroom toilet that overflowed and the water is gushing and it's, there's lights hanging off the ceiling, that kind of thing. And it's like, oh my God, what do you do in that situation? Here I go again, going off script. I mean, in that situation, that is the most perfect social media story ever to tell people, to show them how you manage it and what you do and how you get the client on board. And not just about how you do it, but also how you are actually performing peace of mind for your client how you're communicating with them and assuring them that you are taking on the situation and figuring it out. Now, in my company, we had a one price full service guarantee. So when that kind of stuff happened and I had to keep going back and forth to meet with contractors or insurance adjusters or whatever it might be, I never charged for that time because we charged such a premium price for a premium service. And I didn't care if things like that happened or the sprinklers were springing a leak in the front lawn and going up like a geyser or the dog got sick and needed to go to the vet. We never charged extra for that because that was part of how I ran my company. It was the guarantee that I had. And it was a way that I backed up charging so much. So, okay, I already just gave you a bonus at the beginning. No big surprise there. This is the Bella in your business podcast. And you guys are always getting extra stuff. So I'm going to first start off with this first one, an attack kitty. That's what I'm calling it. Have you guys ever experienced a cat that growls and springs on you? And it's like this little 
eight pound cat, but it feels like a 200 pound tiger. Oh my God. This experience like gave me nightmares and I'm not kidding. So I was uh, pet sitting for this one gal, Nicole, and her whole family was away and they were a cat family. They had two or three cats and I think they had a dog. I don't remember because this cat was really what like just clawed my brain. (laughs) No pun intended. So I remember one day like I'm coming down the foyer and there's a hallway that leads to the kitchen. And this cat basically trapped me in this hallway. And the front of her was crouched down. Her butt was in the air. Her tail was up in like a big like, you know, bush like poofed out and her teeth were showing and she's growling at me. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? I'm like, here, kitty, 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 kitty. Like, I had no idea. I had no idea that cats could be like this. And it was because I walked in the house and the cat was not familiar with me. She went nuts. And every time I tried to take a step forward, she was like, back off, Bella, or I'm going to hurt you. And she would swat at me and like, hiss. It would be like, (laughs) like it was, (laughs) I can't believe I just did that. It was terrifying. I was now afraid of this eight pound cat because I was like, oh my God, what is she going to do to me? And so I had this whole superwoman complex when I first started. And this was in the beginning stages of my business. I'm sure you've never experienced this superwoman complex where you think you could just overcome everything. And it's all right. The dog's not going to bite me or the cat's not going to scratch me or I'll just hear kitty kitty and I'll just wait it out. I'll sit here quietly and let them come up to me and sniff me and get used to me. (laughs) No, that was not happening in this situation. So I kind of slowly backed out and I called Nicole and Nicole was horrified. She was like, what is going on? She's like, that damn cat. (laughs) Like she was annoyed with the cat. And so she's like, do you have an umbrella? She's like, go back with an umbrella. And like, you know, she was helping me problem solve it because I really was. I was a rookie at the time. I had no idea what was happening. I also had a mentor and I called her and I was like, what in the world is going on? And she goes, that's an attack, kitty. I'm like an attack. What? I was like, I had no idea that cats could actually do this. So I came back and I did that and I opened up a can of tuna. And long story short, after doing many things, I mean, it can't, we're in Arizona. So most of the time your legs are exposed or like I'm wearing like yoga pants or something, like something that can easily be penetrated. And so I put on my yoga pants. I put jeans on over it. I came in with an umbrella. I also had like a broom with me. It was just nuts. And my main goal was to literally get this cat corralled into their bedroom. And before I did that, I was able to get like a litter pan in there and water and put it right next to the door. And I did eventually get the cat in there, but it was terrifying experience. But I'm so glad that I went through it because then I actually knew that that could happen. I knew that if my staff was ever in a situation like that, I had the knowledge to get through it. So it was pretty funny. It's funny now, but like I actually had to sleep in that house. I was doing overnights and day visits. And when I was doing overnights, I like woke up in the middle of the night feeling like the cat was on the top of my bed frame, like hunched over me, ready to like claw my face out. I mean, I was traumatized. Fun little side fact. I always sleep with the door open. Like I'm not one of those people that go in the bedroom, shut the door, unless I'm in a hotel, obviously. I always leave my door open. And so their bedroom door was closed. My bedroom door was closed. I did not sleep well. And it was horrifying. You guys right now, tell me, have you ever had a situation with a cat 
like that before. And they ended up making other accommodations for this cat in the future. And luckily I was able to still take care of the rest of their fur kids. But, um, oh my God, that was horrifying. So now this day and age, if that ever happened, I actually would take a picture of that cat in full tail puffy, hunched over, like ready to kill me for a couple of reasons. One, no, everyone's going to stop on social media and they're going to be like, what in the world is that? Two, it's actually a really good learning teaching moment because everybody thinks that our job is all full of cute puppies and kittens and everything's copacetic, you know, and it's not. And three, you can explain the communication and the problem solving of what happened in that situation. And there's many different ways you could do this. You could do an Instagram story on it. You could do an Instagram live of slipping the food in and out of the master bedroom with the cat, like swatting you and be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> there's so much that you could do with this. And I would think that to an audience, it would show that you deal with the tough situations and you can spin it or position it any way that you want. But this is unique, interesting content. All right. So moving on, the next story I have for you is the dog that was always pushed in a stroller and got McDonald's every morning. <laughs> yeah. So we don't just walk dogs and scoop litter boxes, but there was also this little Yorkie who every morning at like 1030, that's when they switch over to lunch menu. These people would take this dog in their car who had a car seat too and take it to McDonald's. They would get it a hamburger, a plain hamburger. This dog would eat parts of the hamburger because I mean, it was a Yorkie. They'd come home and we would come over at like 1130. It was like 1130, five days a week. We put this dog in the stroller because the mom had hip surgery. And we would walk this dog around the neighborhood in this big circle. It was a very kind of Ritz neighborhood and people were out or landscapers were out or other people were out walking their dogs. And like this lady legit gave me a list of all these people that I'll see on my walk and their names. And they all knew this dog because she would stop and socialize. I think it was really her way of socializing. And the dog was like a talking point. But when she had her hip surgery, we did that five days a week. And so we would put the dog in the stroller and we would walk the dog in the stroller around the block. And I could not believe, again, I was a rookie and I didn't realize that this happens all the time or walking a cat on a leash, but we got paid to walk this dog in the stroller five days a week. And I mean, I know to the people that are not in our industry, they would laugh. They would be like, oh my God, best job ever. <laughs> but it was astounding to me. Absolutely astounding. And again, this kind of thing would be hugely amazing on social media because your average person doesn't walk their dog in a stroller. And so you take pictures of a dog in a stroller or you set your camera up and you walk by your, your phone as it's on video as you're walking the dog in the stroller, you know? And it's like, hey, we really will keep your routine. We really will follow your instructions. Hey, Fluffy or Fido is meeting Mr. Rogers down the street and Fido has a regular lunch time meeting with Mr. Rogers. And we are here to facilitate that. And it's just so interesting because it's not your typical, this is Fido and he's been with us for a while and he's my midday dog walk. Boring. Like, tell me about the pets. Show me about the pets. Make it interesting. Take an interesting photo. Tell me an interesting story. This could be like 
social media for days. I mean, if we're talking batching content, you probably could come up with three different. So today when I was walking Fido, three different stories. So you could literally post that like October, November, December, and you just do it all at once, but you schedule it out. This is the stuff that makes your social media really interesting. You guys, wow, this podcast episode is really fun. This is a fun episode, right? You guys, make sure you're messaging back or you're sending me a DM or tagging me on Instagram at Bella Vasta or you're emailing me at Bella at jumpconsulting.net. Tell me your funny story or tell me if these are resonating with you because I always love to hear that. Guys, this is just me and you right now. I'm actually curious. What are you doing? Are you driving? Are your kids there? Hi, kids. I know that Randa's kids listen to the podcast. In fact, they saw something that said Bella the other day, she told me, and they go, Bella in your business. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. And Leia's kids also do too, because I know she listens in the car. So what's up? All right. The next one, <clears throat> I'm going to be a little delicate the way that I described this. So I had another pet sitter who Aunt Flo was in town. I think we can leave it there. And she was doing an overnight. We did a lot of overnights here and also day visits. And it was in this gated community, big lots. So it was not like, you know, the neighbor was just like right next door, very populated, but just very spread out. And she got up one morning. She was like the sweetest girl ever. She was so reliable, so honest. Like she was honestly one of my all-time favorite employees, such a sweetheart. And she went out to let the dog out. And the cat slipped through the door. Every pet sitter's nightmare. No matter how careful you are, sometimes mistakes happen, right? So as that happened, her initial instinct was to run out after this cat. The problem was, it was in the morning. She was in her nightgown. And nightgowns aren't usually like, you know, very, there's not a lot of coverage. And she ran out and these doors, a lot of these Arcadia doors that we have here, they actually lock from the inside and they lock right behind you unless you physically unlock them. But most of the time, you know, we keep the doors locked, right? Well, it locked behind her. So now she's outside with a cat that's not supposed to be outside and the dog and no doggy door. Um, and the landscapers, she can hear the landscapers on the other side of the wall. We have these walls in Arizona. Like they're like six to eight feet, depending on whatever, you know, and she's outside. She doesn't have her cell phone. There's no garage code. There's no way to get in the house. It was like a key entry house. This was like maybe seven, eight years ago. Right. So it wasn't like today where we could just like run around to the keypad or something. So she didn't have her, she had no, she was like, what do I do? Like, do I go after this cat? Do I you know, get to safety? Do I like, what do I do? And so I get a call from a number. I don't know. Bella's house of pet sitting this Bella. How can I help you? Bella? I it's, it's, you know, her name. And she's like, I, I got locked out of the house, but I had to scale the wall and I'm calling you from the landscaper's phone because I had to Google your business to get the phone number to call you. And she was just like mortified, absolutely mortified. And she's standing there. I mean, just picture this. She's having to like scale over a wall in her nightgown, walk up like barefoot, right? Hair probably messy. Like who knows what the situation was. Walk up to these landscapers who most of them around here, they speak Spanish. They don't speak a lot of English. 
And then she had to call me. So I came and I rescued her. And, you know, she's sitting in front of the house, like in tears and just mortified. The cat ended up just like laying in the sun in the backyard. Like we got the cat back in. It was totally fine. It's a good story about having a backup key. It's a good story about, you know, I mean, as much as we train everybody to always have the key on them, you know, during visits, like you kind of let down your guard when you're doing overnights and you wake up in the morning and the dog needs to go out. You don't think I need my the key in my hand when you're letting the dog out in the morning. So those are my three stories. And I will always remember them because they taught me something. And sometimes the social media aspect of it is just about the lesson that you learned or the, uh uh-oh, we made a mistake. And something else about social media, I'm going to give you a free tip here, is that, you know, like when you start reading something on Instagram or Facebook and it says, see more, and you click to like read the rest of the caption, whenever you press see more, that counts as engagement. Did you know that? That's why your first couple of words are so important. So something like, "Uh uh-oh, we made a mistake and ended up, see more. And then there's like a really compelling picture. "Uh Uh-oh, this cat is not supposed to be outside. (laughs) I want you to think about the times that you've had in your business. And maybe this could become one of your buckets if you're one of my better marketing with Bella people. But this is how you make an impact on people. This is how you remain memorable and people lean into it. They start caring. They start knowing how you're doing this business. They start liking the way that you problem solving. And through that, they kind of start trusting you because you're consistent on social media. Do you see what I'm saying? You have so many stories inside of you right now. I know you do. And I know that there's issues with your sitters. There's issues with the clients. There's issues with you, you know, even in the office or who was the last person that you helped? What was the last reason why someone called you and said, I need your services? These stories don't necessarily have to be funny. Of course, (laughs) it's more entertaining when they are. But I want you to start thinking like a journalist. How can I turn this into a story? How can I turn this into multiple micro stories? And how can I get a visual to go along with it that is not just your average pet face? Think about it, guys. I hope I've inspired you to action today. I can't wait to see the stories that you do. Please, if this does inspire you, tag me because I will share it. I love seeing that you take what I'm telling you and actually put it into action. Because honestly, I could talk until the cows come home and that doesn't matter. Your success means that I am being successful myself. Does that make sense? So let me know. I want to see it. And I'll be back again next week with three easy ways to use social media marketing to get more clients. And we're going to keep talking about social media because spoiler alert for all of you who are on the podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, we are about to get our recommitments from everyone who is in Better Marketing with Bella. And then the doors are going to open after we welcome in the people that are on the wait list. So my question to you right now is, are you on the wait list? Has this episode been so compelling and eye-opening and interesting to you that you say, yeah, I want more of Bella in my business. Literally. I want her to help me with my marketing strategy. I want to be like Nikki and Stephanie, dog jogs up in Canada, who have basically 
moved themselves out of the program because we were able to create a structure and a program so much that their entire staff jumps on board and does their social media now because we have a strategy and leadership. Or like Becky, who a year ago did not know how to even do an Instagram story and is now killing it on reels, showing up all over social media, has gifts that she can put in and stickers of her own brand. And she now has her staff also taking over. Guys, you can go from, I don't understand social media to meeting me halfway and blowing it up. And if that's you, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash waitlist. Or shoot me an email. Just goes directly to the source and we'll hook you up. It's Better Marketing with Bella. You can go to see all of it at jumpconsulting.net forward slash waitlist. I hope that if this has been inspiring to you, we do get a chance to work together. I know there's so many of you out there. Send me your funny stories and I'll be back again next week. I can't wait. You guys remember when life gets you down, always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.